You're listening to WrestlingTradingCards.com. Today, I get the wonderful honor of having not the Brian Clark on today. It's like former Adam Bomb, former part of Chronic, former Wrath. How are you today, sir? I'm doing very well, brother. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm uh, really honored to have you uh, on this episode today. Uh, talking, I, I call this segment Superstars of Wrestling Cards. And, uh, you know, per, we primarily talk about wrestling cards, but I'm, I'm open to talking about, you know, all collectibles, really. Sure. Um, I mean, speaking of collectibles, I mean, let's just go right out the gate because there's a lot of stuff going on in the news right now. Uh, you've been kind of posting on Twitter a lot. You've got some some new cool collectibles coming out. Uh, I do. Um, as far I'll just start with the T-shirt part of it. Uh, signed with Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, I, during COVID, uh, really not a whole lot to do, but working my mad scientist uh, lab here. And so I designed uh, every single thing you see out there, I designed, even the shirt here. Uh, everything uh, I designed, my ideas, I, I drew them out, sketched them out, I sent them over to a designer, and then he put the colors that I wanted together. And then we uh, forwarded those to PWTs. They loved them. So we've got 15. 15. Uh, 15 of them as of, as of now, but we're, we've got more coming. Uh, I also hooked up with Tom Fleming, who was with Marvel Comics. Now, Tom and I met back in 93, hit it off, been big friends. Uh, we reconnected after about 20 years, and he has um, created uh, my vision of a um, atom bomb nuclear warning um, and um, it is just amazing. He hand painted it. He, um, I just, I don't know how to explain it other than just to see it because it just jumps off the shirt where, where many shirts are all, you know, that, you know, this and that, whatever. But his has so much color and the explosion behind it and the nuclear warning with the, with the debris flying through the air. He, he just did an amazing job and he's a great guy. And um, this is going to be on a t shirt. It already is. Already is. It already is. As a matter of fact, I should have worn it. I, I put this one on instead. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's see if you can see this one here. This was, uh, yeah, this is a little bit different here uh, with the skull. Uh, but yeah, um, Tom's is, uh, let, me, let me just, if you bear with me one ah, second. No problem. Let me just look and see. Uh, no, I, I'm actually uh, I'm actually out right now getting some more made. I have an appearance in New York. That's a good thing, though, right? Because that means they're selling hey, yeah, really well. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm in New York City this weekend. I've got uh, got to restock. But uh, yeah, that shirt is on PWTs in the U.S. It's also I have a huge store uh, in the U.K. called Wrestle Merch Central U.K. Europe. Um, but but the big thing is like you mentioned, um, uh, Cella Toys. I just signed with them. I signed a, a big deal. Um, we are going to start out with a retro atom bomb figure. It's very, uh, uh, it's very LJN stylish. It's it's very similar to the original, but it has the 1993 Survivor Series 
outfit on, which was uh, in Boston Gardens in 1993, nice. which is really cool because, you know, everybody just sees the green and yellow, but they didn't see that neon yellow singlet. Uh, and so, and it has removable goggles. It has the gloves. It has so much more stuff than the original had. So I, to me, it's, it's better. Little little come out combination of like the uh, you know old school plus new school bring them together and make it look really cool and Very kind of cool. retro but with a modern feel to it. Absolutely, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the mock-ups that you uh, put on your Twitter and stuff like that. It, it looks really tight. Like it's a nice looking little figure. I love it. <laughs> and we are going to do the first time ever three-time world tag team champion Chronic, which has never been done. Never. Ever. Nope. So that is in line. There's also a Wrath and then also a second bigger version of Adam Bomb. So we got a lot coming. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to segue that into what, you know, what we're known for is what's trading cards. And that is, right. is there any possibility that I, like to go like the old school one, having some sort of a cutout card in the back or maybe inserting a trading card into the figure? You know. Uh, down, down the road. I, well, I down the road and i and i don't I, they're not a, i don't think that they, you know they're very we have a very excellent working relationship um it, it could possibly happen on these because you, you you can get you can get uh you'll get the collectors who want figures and the collectors who want trading cards and some yeah. of those people are both that's a very good idea and i may steal it <laughs> Uh, I, cause that old one is, uh, is a really cool figure. The, the old 1993 one. Right. Um, and it had a cutout on the back of it, which was really unique and, and cool as well. Yeah. Um, I, I think we can even share it. I believe if, uh, let's see if we can share that right here. This is on the WTC site. Ring any bells from this one? Yeah, that, that looks very familiar. Yeah. That's from the series 11 uh set i think we could we could change that logo up and put cello there and then um you know change change it up and make yeah, it, it, be it becomes because it's actually part of the packaging it's actually the, the card itself the board that the figure sits on and okay. then the, the collector ha can choose to open it and cut it out or you know whatever okay. they want to do with it um yeah, that's it's, just, it's, it's a cool little added feature you know a cool little added yeah. uh, thing um you've had uh, a lot of cards over the years Yes. A lot of trading cards. Yeah. Uh, starting in 93 with that one. At the same year, you also had a sticker card that came out as well uh, okay. from, I believe it was Merlin, I think, 1993. So you're featured on uh, a series of those uh, stickers, as a matter of fact. You're on multiple um, uh, cards. There also, they're stickers. Yeah. There are also some like some prism type uh, stuff that I've I remember uh, having a lot of those and signing a lot of those. If you, I don't know if that would consider be considered a card, but it was like a prism type, but it was the same size as a card. Because a lot of people actually do consider those to be cards. They collect them because stickers have become very popular um, with Panini stuff. Uh, you know, case in point, there's uh, been an unearthed, you know, uh, The Rock 1997 Panini sticker card that sold for $33,000 uh, just last month. Um, you know, it was a PSA 10 and it became like, oh, it's his rookie card now. So yeah, there's, you know, people have different opinions on rookie stickers, cards, but stickers have become very popular lately now. So people are actually looking for that, especially when it comes to the pro wrestling side, guys are looking for like, well, 
There's a, I have Raven, but there's an older one of him from 1992 or 93, you know, WCW Panini stickers, <laughs> you know, so they're going after that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, you've got a, a series of them that came out in that one set. That's uh, I think you got like seven or eight stickers in that one set alone. All wow. of Adam bomb. See, I, I didn't know that. Uh, you know, and, and moving up, I mean, I just, I want to get right into it. <laughs> okay. uh, 1998, 99, Tops put out three series of cards uh, for WCW. And that's during your uh, time as Wrath. Right. Uh, they put out uh, one hell of a list of talent. Pretty much everybody on the roster in that time, it seems, got a, uh, an autograph card made of them. Yourself included. You were part of the, the initial set. You're part of WCW NWO Series 1 set that came out in 1999. Or 1998, I'm sorry. Um, and that, uh, those cards are going for crazy, crazy money right now. All of them. All of them are going for crazy money. Um, we I have... Need to, I need to look through my storage cabinet here. <laughs> this is the card in question. Okay. Do you yeah. have any any memories of of signing this card? How that went about? Um, you know what? I could have signed it at uh, a numerous uh, uh, occasions. Um, they could have had me at a personal appearance, and either a fan brought them to me, or uh, maybe the office had me sign a certain amount. It, it always varied as far as uh, when we were signing and where we were signing at. You know. Because, uh, you know, there was a gentleman, I can't remember his name. I, I actually interviewed a guy named Jeff Zapata who said this gentleman's name, who was a, uh, the direct liaison between Tops and WCW. So I guess the liaison for WCW at the time for a lot of licensing stuff ended up being Jimmy Hart, I was told. Uh, he had a lot of involvement in stuff that was going on with Tops Trading Card Company. So you pretty much had to go through him to talk to the talent to get them to sign stuff or arrange them to have things signed. So um, I was just wondering if you had any recollection of, did you sign a lot of these, a few of them? I, no one knows how many were actually the print run was on these. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how many I did sign. I'm sure that if fans, you know, I've always been fan friendly. So if, if you know, if they brought them to me, I would sign them. Um, so well, these, yeah. these, these weren't for fans. These were actually cards that were given, sent back to tops and then oh. tops randomly inserted them into packs of cards. I got you. Okay. So, yeah. I, I do remember signing those as far as how many, uh, and, and when I, I'm not sure. So that's like, probably, probably WCW said, you know, you need to do these probably just, just yeah, sign them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember sitting down at a table, like probably catering or something and just signing hundreds at a time. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, that's uh, close as we're going to get to knowing what a print run was and those things. But uh, um, so they then uh, I think that's probably their, uh, WCW cards were kind of the last cards that uh, um, that featured you. I think um, you had some cards kind of going back in a few years. There was a company called Action Pack that put out really kick-ass looking cards that were embossed. Uh, I, I had a, I had some Wrath cards and I've still got them around here somewhere. Uh, Wrath cards and i all and not not the ones you were showing but uh ones of me standing up on, on the ring uh in the corner okay uh, during my debut as wrath in in the singlet not in the uh the, the long trench coat but in the singlet yes so i've got some of those i also have um a lot of atom bomb stuff ones with uh i think with the tops where i was doing slams and dropping elbows and, and different like, of, of action moves they were called they might have yes. been called action tops or something like that 
the name of the company was called Action Pack. Okay, there you go. Action something. I knew that because I, I I've got them. I got a lot of them laying around here uh, in in different areas. Which which brings me to ask you: uh, Did you save all that stuff? I mean, uh, did you get uh, collect your own stuff? Did you collect cards? I I kept a lot of my stuff. Yeah, I did. I've I've even got programs uh, from like for the first time when W uh, WWF uh, wrestled in Japan, where we the first time the two companies had worked together. I've still got that original program, the pictures Excellent. of me and all the guys in it. I've got uh, all the programs from Europe uh austria uh australia uh like i said japan singapore philippines i've got i kept all those programs it's all limited uh, stuff that's gotta be some really cool stuff yeah yeah i've got that i've got you've got posters of me and brett working main events in different areas uh just me and a bunch of different guys me and taker and casket matches in different towns that's so yeah uh, I, I kept a lot of that stuff yeah. let's uh even rewind it even way back let's go to a little itty bitty you know Brian Clark. <laughs> and uh, did you collect cards as a kid? Um, you know, I collected um, football cards. Like, yeah. like, any, like any cards? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, some baseball cards, um, but I collected a lot of football cards. Yes. I had like what, old... what era was that? What kind of, what was your favorite uh, thing? I'll tell you. Uh, probably like from 75 to 78, the, the uh, Terry Bradshaw, the Roger Staubach. Uh, Franco Harris, uh, Tony Dorsett. Yes, all that, that <laughs> whole group. Yeah, yep. And uh, uh, Jack Youngblood, um, Jack Lambert. Of, too. Yeah, Franco across Harris, the board. Yeah, yeah. all Kelsey, that stuff. Kelsey Greenwood, uh, Mean Joe Green. Uh, yeah, had so many of those. Yeah. So you're you're a, a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. No, I, no. <laughs> uh, actually, if you look back here, I'll, sh I'll just tip this for you. You see that jersey there? Oh yeah. Who is that? Greg. Horse Greg, Green yep. Bay Packers. Yep. Yep. Uh, I've met Favre. I've met. Uh, I trained. I helped train Reggie White down at the power plant when he was trying to wrestle. Uh huh. Uh, Kevin Green, also a good friend of mine, just recently passed away, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, and Reggie, of course, passed away from from sleep apnea. And now Mongo, I actually, uh, I didn't train Mongo, but I got to know him real well. And now he's in, uh, struggling with uh, yep. ALS, which is just, it's just terrible. Been seeing some pictures with, uh, you know, Rick Flair's been posting pictures yeah. of them getting together and stuff. And it's, um, you know, but he's still got, from why I've seen the videos with uh, Steve, he uh, is still very upbeat and still very, um, yeah, yeah. Just, just that personality is like, you know. Oh, yeah. Mongo. I tell you, I, I, I here, and this is a little strange story here, but we were Brown County Civic Center is where we wrestled at. And so every time we go to Green Bay, maybe being a Packer fan, I would go and tour the facility. And it was like probably December, January, they'd already been eliminated from the playoffs. And I went over and uh, who else in the weight room? There's nobody there where there's Mongo. And he's over there knocking out 400 pound bench presses for reps. You know what I mean? I, I could do that too back, you know, during that time frame. But I'm just like, man, this guy just had a long season. He's probably going to be cut because he's at he left Chicago and went to Green Bay, so that tells you he's at the <laughs> end of the line. But he's still in there, busting his busting the tail. Yeah. Uh, and I was just real impressed by that. You know, just just knowing how the league works and um, it, it, you know, for him to have that type of dedication was amazing. 
you mentioned three years of stretch of collecting. Was it just that three years or did collecting go on for you for your whole uh, life at all? Well, you know, um, I collected there and then once I joined, you know, I, I joined, I joined the military right out of high school. I was a, uh, in the military. And so uh, all my family's military. Uh, and so uh, graduation day came next day. I'm gone, gone to the military. So, uh, uh, and then from the military, I walked on college football, got a full scholarship with Central Missouri State. Uh, key point here being, I never played high school football. Really? I walked on and got a full ride and started as a freshman. How's that? Just because of your size? Well, because I was on the Air Force, uh, U.S. Air Force uh, powerlifting team in Europe, and I won every contest there was. And I was a uh, 6'6", 290, and I ran a 4'7", Wow. And so, man, I was blowing people off the line. They couldn't stop me. My technique was still had a lot to be desired, and I was learning, but they just could not stop me. Um, so yeah, that 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 was uh, fun to say the least. <laughs> and I, was it surprising that you got that? I mean, it got to be surprising. Um, honestly, I played in the spring game, and here's this goes this goes to tell you back in the '80s how things worked. I was still in the Air Force, and I and I talked. I went down and talked to the coaches, and they they got to see me. And they were like, uh, "Yeah, we'll take a look at you." So they let me try out and play and practice in the spring and play in the spring game and i was not even enrolled um i had already had a year's i had already had a year's worth of college credit through the military um but i impressed them so much in that spring game because i just dominated and they said here uh, we're gonna full ride and, yeah, here you go yeah. here, here's here's your yeah. helmet and here's your here's your pad <laughs> just just suit up let's go yeah <laughs> uh then you get into wrestling uh, and then you have, you know, the various companies that you've worked for for over the years have, you know, multiple licensing deals like that. Yeah. So much stuff is being made with your likeness on it. Yep. You're traveling the road, you know, 290 plus days a year. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, let's talk about that. Cause I mean, that's gotta, that's gotta wear you out a bit. Um, uh, yeah, it did. Um, I didn't really realize how much it was wearing me out during the time. Um, uh, granted, I had a shoulder surgery, elbow surgery, um, some neck issues, some lower back issues, some knee issues, but those all came to light after uh, I retired in 04. We won the All Japan uh, titles in uh, Osaka, Japan, and a few days after that, we, we retired, me and my partner, Brian Adams. Yeah. Uh, so we ended up being three-time world champions, uh, and, and um, after that, um, I sort of got into the real world and I realized that the injuries had just really started piling up on me. Like they're like surgery after surgery. Um, and then um, about two years, maybe two and a half years ago, uh, that time frame, I got some neg negative publicity. Um, actually a friend of a friend uh, basically was trying to throw him under the bus uh, and, and drag my name into it. And so I got investigated for some, uh, uh, some, uh, a pain pill issue. Yeah. Um, and so, um, we come to find out we, we, I let them, I let them search my house, let them do everything they wanted to do. And they came up with nothing. So everything was dropped. It was all, my lawyer said word verbatim, it was ludicrous. Yeah. I mean, uh, the charges 
all dropped. It was, it was, it was just, I do remember uh, reading a bit about that. Un, yeah. Yeah. It was unfounded on just because, you know, someone said something, you got to be checked out, you know, and that prove yourself to be innocent. Well, yeah. I'm innocent now and it's dropped and see you later yeah. kind of thing. Uh, but the one thing that came out of that is that I did, and I realized, and I, and I told my wife, like I said, she was a, uh, she is a director of nursing. And I, I told her, I said, you know what, this is, um, uh, I don't know if it's, I would consider it a wake-up call or what it might be. I just said, you know, I told her for a while, I was sick of taking them because they felt that they, they were making me sick. That we're talking about pain pills here right now, correct? correct. Pain pills, opiates. Yeah. And, and I told her, I said, I'm tired of taking them. I don't want to take them anymore. And she said, well, I'll help you get off of them. If you, and I said, I, I'm done. I'm after this news. And, and I said, that's it. I'm done. And the next morning I went cold turkey. Um, now, I don't recommend that. Uh, I, was say how, I mean, how was that to, 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 to leave that? I'll, 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 I'll tell you. Now, again, I don't recommend going, going cold turkey. If you've got to go, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm old school, man. I'm, I'm a military vet, a college football player power lifter, all these things in my head. I'm hard-headed. Uh, I just was not going to go and sit around in a circle and go to rehab 17 times and sit and cry and hold hands. Yeah. That, that's not my approach. There's no kumbaya for you. Absolutely not. No. I just would take it head on and do it. Uh, and, and that's what I did. Uh, I was very sick. Uh, I was sick for probably two, two three weeks. Uh, throwing up, miserable, uh, couldn't get off the couch, just just horrible but i had thankfully i had my wife watching over me who was a nurse like i said uh and um slowly um i just got better and better and better um and here it is over two years later uh never had a craving for it um will never do it again and, and they always say never say never yeah. like i say never real easy because all i got to do is think back to day seven of how i felt and that that does it but I don't even have a craving. I, I could care less about it. Which is amazing uh, in itself because, it uh, you know, the hardest thing for me to ever quit in my life was smoking cigarettes. And that is a hell of a one to quit. And, and, and I did the same thing. I, I you know, was the old, uh, uh, who said that? Um, uh, <clears throat> I can't remember the person's name. Um, someone had famously quoted saying, they, oh, oh, quitting smoking is easy. I've done it hundreds of times. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I gave it a shot. I was sick. I gave it a shot. Of just quitting and i quit cold turkey and yep. uh again for that first uh that first seven to ten days was really tough yes um but unlike you me it's something that to this day on a very rare occasion i go god you know what'd be great right now a cigarette would be great right about now but i don't i don't i don't give into that stuff at all it's not a craving that makes me want to go down there i just remember what it was like and yeah. i just i haven't smoked in 15 years over 15 17 years that's great. So it's just I, I, I'm, I'm just like it's a rearview mirror thing for me. Yep. I, I'll never do it again. It's it's so far back in in the rearview mirror that I don't even think about it. I just I can't I, afford I, to anymore right now either. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well that, that 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 too. But yeah, I just like I said, it's something that I, I'm very proud of that I beat it. I overcame it. I didn't have to have any help other than my wife doing it. I didn't have to go to a counseling and all this yap yap stuff. Well, your, your, your road is different than most people's. Yeah. What could you recommend to someone right now then? You know, I mean, we're real off topic with cards like that, but I, I really yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I really are. like this. So I like yeah. this. Okay. Um, 
what could you recommend to someone who maybe is struggling right now and is saying, what is it going to take for me to stop doing, taking these pills or doing this drug or what would you recommend to someone? Well, the first of all, you have to, you have to tell yourself, you know, say like with me, I wanted to stop taking them because the way they made me feel, I didn't feel good on them. I felt nauseous, the, the throwing up, just not feeling good. Um, even though they're supposed to make you feel good. Well, they block the pain, uh, but they also mess with stuff in your brain so that you do not feel pain or you're supposed to feel pain. Uh, I, I went with a regimen. Every And my regimen is this, and everybody should be different. At 5 a.m. when I wake up, it's what time I get up every morning, no matter what. No matter what day of the week it is, I'm up at 5. I'm in the hot tub by 5.15. I stretch uh, in the hot tub for probably 15, 20 minutes. I get out, I stretch again. I go take a cold shower. I put on ice packs. Now, this is, again, this is all replacement of pills. No sure. pills. This is just what I do to replace that, that stuff. You, you got to numb and take care of those sore spots. I have to, you have to take care of yourself. So hot tub, cold shower, ice packs on me at the gym by seven. Workout, cardio, abdominals, train my body parts, come home, ice again. And then... I'm, I'm usually pretty good for the day. So Excellent. that, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's just what I do. And I, and, and another thing, uh, people always have something to um, rely on, whether it's religion or, or something that with me, my father instilled in me weight training from a very young age and weight training through the darkest times or the best of times has never left my side. I will not miss a workout. And that is that's, something that's that, that, that dedication that is, and it, it releases those, endor those endorphins. Um, I get that, that sweat going and that cardio and the elliptical and, and all the things that I do. Um, those things really um, propelled me to just blow right past that dependency. But some, so, but some people don't have that dedication right. they don't have yeah. like i've never been yeah. a workout person i don't go to the gyms yeah. like that so and so and i say to that is that if they do not have that um there's no shame in reaching out to someone or uh, a specialist or someone to help you there's no shame in that i'm not on, i'm not putting myself up on a soapbox and preaching to anybody by no means so i don't want anybody to take it like that because i'm not what i'm saying is is that if you need help and you feel like that I'm just about there, but I need some help. Reach out to someone and get that help. So me, I'm just, I'm just a hardhead. <laughs> you know, I've, I've had so many concussions that I just, I don't know about it, but I just keep going. But that, that, do not be ashamed or embarrassed or to step out, to step out and reach to someone who can help you. So again, um, I just did it my way. Doesn't mean it's your way. So, so I, I want to clear that up. And again, all my surgeries, they were all post, almost all of them. There were a few that were pretty serious that I had uh, while wrestling, but a lot of them just piled up on each other as I got a little older and stuff. But again, reach out. If you think you need that help, reach out. If you can do it yourself, do it. Excellent. That's a yep. excellent advice, actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and going back to you know being on the road so much like that, I mean, I guess maybe you don't you, you don't think about you don't think about that kind of stuff when the road because you're just going from town to town. You, you got to perform. 
we when, when we worked and you can ask all the all, all the people that you work with and you, you know there were times we didn't even have an emt in the arena i mean the, the emt was hey take yourself to the emergency room well if you do that you're going to sit there half the night and you're going to miss your flight and miss, miss the next show yeah you, you tape it up ice it up and go that's and, and a lot of and a lot now, of guys nowadays, would find uh, a lot of guys yeah, find other now, ways to take care of that pain <laughs> well yeah but nowadays they got chiropractors and massage therapists sure. I mean, what a joke, man. We never had that. <laughs> you calling them soft? Are you calling them all soft? I, I'm not saying they're soft. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just stating a fact of facts what facts. The, the benefits they have now versus what we had. Well, you guys probably ended up being that learning curve for them. I mean, your guys' experience is probably what, uh, you know, I mean, maybe we should go and get some of these guys to help these people. Uh, Brian's getting beat up a lot. It's like that. We got to find someone to take care of our talent. Yeah, that's his fourth concussion. Let's maybe we should. He's got thirty staples in the back of his head. Maybe he's bleeding all over the floor. Maybe we should take care of him. We should. We should give him the night off at least. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, uh, no, no. He's got interviews tomorrow. Can't do that. <laughs> uh, so I mean, during that time that you were traveling, uh -huh. all that time, yep. uh, did you get to partake and see some of the things that they were making of you, figures? Eight by tens, trading cards, you know, pillows. They had all kinds of shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, the eight by tens. They would take the photos and then they would bring them to the next TV table to let you see them and uh, those kind of things. So, sure, the eight by tens, of course. Um, some of the action figures. Because um, I'm, I'm assuming you probably didn't have a whole lot of say in, uh, you know, I like this or I want, I like that. As you do now with your new stuff, you have complete control over your new stuff. Yeah, but I also had some, believe it or not, I had some control over Adam Bomb. Did and what I, what, well, because of the yellow contacts, that was my idea. The red tongue, that was my idea. All the high flying moves and all the finishes and stuff, all my ideas. Wrath, I came up with that name, completely mine. I came up with both looks of Wrath. Uh, and then Chronic was uh, a combination of us. Actually, the fans named us Chronic, and we, and we used that. Spin the K, K R O N K. So it has a dual meaning, just like Adam Bomb, dual meaning. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so um, I I think I had, if you look at my whole career, uh, I think I had a lot of input on, on a lot of things. So I mean, they made a lot of stuff of you guys. I mean, you look at the catalogs back in the day, and there's like, there's so much stuff between t shirt designs and yeah. you know, action figures like that. It's amazing to me when I hear some people uh, talk to some talent, they go, I never even knew this even existed. Well, I'll give you another example. In 94, they didn't have any merchandise for me. And I'm, and me being the creative person that I am, like with all this new stuff I did, well, I was, I was creative back then. And so I went to a graphic art studio in Atlanta and I said, here are my ideas. Here's the colors I want. I want this. And they put me a catalog together. I took that catalog into Vince's office. Uh, he looked at it and goes, oh my God, these are great get these down to marketing right away <laughs> so he bought it he popped on it and i had merchandise within a week so interesting you know, yeah shoot that's absolutely 100 true um who you wore the singlet i mean uh yes. are those cu custom designs of yourself as well uh no now uh that was uh that was uh tom fleming did the drawing of the the design and then uh, the uh, seamstress stuff, they, they, they put together his interpretation of the colors and stuff, yeah. Gotcha. Because, uh, yep. I mean, how many different segments do you think you got, you've had? 
I mean, I mean, uh, I used to, I, I've, I used to work with RVD a lot, so and he has, you know, a million oh of them. Oh God, a lot. I, I think I had, I was looking at I had one, two, three, four, five, five for sure, possibly six, maybe seven, but I'm gonna say five to six. And the Throughout first- your whole career? Well, yeah, but the, the, you know, I mean, I, I had new ones made over and over and over. It wasn't like just I had five and that was it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I had maybe four. I had four of this, four of these. Right? So I had twenty of them. But what I'm saying is that, yeah. So you know I me. Mean. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of different cool, colorful ones that have been done over the years like that. I've re especially your atom bomb ones. They just pop. And they just oh they just yeah, man. They, and, and that's why we did this. Uh, we did this uh, 93 Sur Survivor Series one that's coming out now. Uh, and then when we do the big Mattel size, I'm not sure what color that's going to be. We haven't decided yet. And then, uh, of course, there's two versions of Wrath and then Chronic. When do we expect to see those? Um, well, I think I, I'm guessing just a few months, considering we've already got the prototype. Uh, and then, of course, on the prototype, I, I had to correct them. And, and, you know, like I said, we talked. We're very tight with Michella. I just said that the, the new one that has removable goggles, which is great, but you didn't put the gloves on him. So they uh -huh. put the black gloves on, they put the tattoo on the arm. And so so they're making the little things, the little things that matter. The little things that that me and, and, and actually had one a, a fan pointed out one thing to me. Uh, and so and then the glowing eyes, I remembered that that was my idea to tell Pellet, yeah. hey, don't forget that. Because when you take his goggles off, boom, there it is. Are they doing um did they do a scan of you? Uh, no, no, they did okay. not. Nope. They, uh, they actually, I think they have a guy working for them that actually did the design back in the day for Vince. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And that's the same way with my, uh, Russell Merch central UK store. They've got a lot of guys that worked the London office that worked for Vince that are running that store. Oh, gotcha. So you see, they have experience uh, in, in in doing all that stuff. Yeah, we're not working with any uh, you know, uh, fanboys here, so like that doing running stuff for you. We're working with some professionals here. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, for the most part. And um, but you know, I've got some really really good guys. Uh, there's a, a fan site called PWEF, uh, and then a good friend of mine, Jonathan O'Dwyer, who runs a, a, a great uh, podcast uh, over in uh, Limerick, Ireland. So I've got some really good, good. There's some really good guys that are fans that uh, appreciate what uh, we have have gone through and and paved the way kind of thing. Excellent. I think uh, people, fans are going to have a good time with some of these figures coming out. And um, yeah, I, it's got. It's I'm, been a long I'm, time. I'm shocked. If, yeah, I, I'm telling you, I really think they're going to sell out. I just from the the messages I'm getting and and the, the response I've gotten. Um, I don't know. I just think they're going to fly. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. I think adding a trading card on it would be a good idea, though. I, I, I'm stealing that. E even if it's just part of the packaging or, you know, inserted in there, you know, kind of thing. Because they, they did various things over the years with cards like that, where it was either part of the packaging or it was an actual physical card that when you open it, the card came out kind of thing. So either way, um, yeah, you kind of hit, you hit, you hit two different collectible worlds because a lot of those cross over. Yeah, good idea. So, um, uh, you got anything coming up? What's coming up? I, I, I understand you're going to be going on the road and, and doing a lot of uh, appearances now that the world's opening up again. You're going to be out and about. And where can people I find you? Be, yeah, I'll be in New York City this Saturday. 
for Think Inc. Signatures with Nick Christie. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a four, I think we have a four hour block on uh, Facebook. So I'll be there signing stuff. Uh, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a virtual hour. meet and greet, basically. Right. Yeah. And probably one of the last ones, actually. Yeah. Uh, I'll be surprised if there's any more after this. We just booked this a while back. Uh, but yeah, I'll be there in New York uh, signing um, everything that, that people have sent in to him. I will also have the uh, the Tom Fleming Marvel Comics uh, 8x10 there. And then also um, a combo of, um, how do I explain it? The old and the new Adam Bomb figures that we're talking about. Sure. Uh, a photo of that linking the two. So I have two 8x10s there that people can buy. And uh, again, on Adam Bomb Chronic on my eBay store, I have so much. So There's much. a lot of stuff on there last I looked. Oh, yeah. Um, ring worn gear, um, everything, jackets, uh, so many classic 8x10s, new and old, both. Good. Uh, yeah, so a, little, a, lot of, a lot of everything. So you're going to be hitting the road here, it seems like, pretty soon, uh, doing a lot of signings yeah. coming up. Yes, I just uh, spoke with uh, two places in the UK, uh, Scotland and um, another another big company, um, uh, like a Russell, uh, Comic Con type situation over in uh, Liverpool? Liverpool. Could be Monopoly could events. Be. I, got, I got a list of ones that they they wanted me to send my stuff. Sounds to, like so. uh, sounds like Adam with uh, with Monopoly events. It's a big convention that they're called for the love of wrestling. There you go. That, if you're there, horrible. if you're going to be there, I will see you there. Okay, man. Yeah, I'll be there. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we got to get you out here too. I mean, we're well, hell, we're both in Phoenix for crying out loud. So I got to get oh, you, right. uh, got to get you in a, an in-store appearance out here too, and come meet the fans out here as well. Absolutely, man. I, I, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys that live out here. Justin Roberts, a good friend of mine. Uh, he lives out here. Did you know that? Uh, no, I didn't know. I didn't know Justin Roberts. I know Honky Tonk does. Yeah, Honky lives out here in Gilbert, not too far away yep. from me. But Justin, who I, I speak with on occasion, or, or you know, yeah, uh, Justin and um, Albert used to live out here, but I, he may be, he may have moved. I don't know. I know uh, Ziggler lives out here. Yep, Layla uh, lives out here too. Who's that? Layla. Oh, I didn't know that. She lives out here too. Okay, yeah. and then also uh, Luther Reigns. Oh, really? Yep, sure does. Oh, interesting. So yeah, there's there's a, there's a few guys that are uh, out here in the uh, in the desert, the hot, the hot desert. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool what, 101 today, 102 yeah, today. You know, 110. Well, what the hell? It's all the same. People, yeah, I, same. I I almost moved to Jersey years ago, and someone asked me, goes, well, "Why?" Because I'm a SoCal boy. Yeah. So they're, they're like, why would you move to Jersey? What are you gonna do when it snows, Tony? Um, I don't know. Stay inside with the heater on. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> What are you gonna do in Arizona when it gets hot? Stay inside, put the AC on. You act like it's yeah, a I, complicated thing. Yeah, I would probably move a lot of places. I don't think I would move to Jersey. Yeah, you know, I, I was doing for the wrong reason. I was gonna move there for a girl. Thank God I didn't. There you, <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the reason. Thank God I didn't. So, uh, well, Brian, I really do appreciate your time. I know you've been busy with all this uh, designing of your T-shirts and the figures coming on, and uh, you know. Kind of going down memory lane here with the tr trading cards and i appreciate it really, really very much hey man I, like i said uh i i hope i could help someone today i i appreciate you have you having me on uh and um hopefully we get together and work together sometime soon yeah i you know i got your information i'd be happy yeah. to work with you i think you're one of the one of the coolest dudes out there and i'd love to work with you um oh. 
you know, whether it be here in Phoenix or, you know, a booking anywhere, would be awesome. You know, there's, there's so much, so many pop culture shows out there uh, that I, that I work with all the time. So. Great. Yeah. Please stay in touch. And, you got uh, it. and like I said, when you're ready to work, you let me know. You got it, man. All right, buddy. Take care of yourself. Yeah,